Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. And this one's a little bit different. We're calling this the Unfiltered Series. I'm going to go ahead and invite our lovely pageant gal to the chat. So let's go ahead and bring her in to start off the series. Hello, hello. How are you? Hi, Casey. I'm so happy to be back and starting the Unfiltered Series, which we just discovered. Like, this name came to us, like, probably 30 seconds ago and we were like done that's it let's go so I'm super excited to be back I'm excited that we have a name for our series that is going to be together and we've got some things to talk about we definitely do okay so go ahead and give the listeners a little bit behind the scenes if they didn't listen to your previous episode tell them a little bit of who you are and what you do for sure so my name is Maria Gerlando I am the pageant gal and international queen, pageant coach, and competitor. I've been in the industry for about seven years now. I'm officially from Canada, but I've traveled all around the world for pageants and beyond. And now I've really moved into the position of coaching and judging. I also run my own virtual pageant to help women get into pageantry and just learn different skills and assets about themselves so that they can really excel in wherever their path may lead. But a huge thing that most people know me for is my social media presence. I have a following of about collectively over 70,000, primarily on TikTok with an audience that I think we're almost at like 68,000. And then we've got a, a few thousand in our community on Instagram. So I'm, I've definitely made my mark that way. And people typically know me for giving like the raw, honest truth and feedback of what I'm seeing. And I think that's what, you know, pageant gals and guys really look for is really sifting through the, the like goody two shoes answers and vibes. And people are really craving some real honest feedback and truth about what people aren't willing to say and talk about. And that's why they come to me. And that's what I bring in my coaching, in my content online. And we're super excited to bring some really potent and true trainings and teachings and just insight and inspiration to the crowning moment listeners as well. Yes. And you know, that one right on the head. The one thing that kind of struck up our conversation was that social media presence. I had seen you actually on TikTok and I was like, okay, wait a minute. This girl has broke the pageant internet. So that's why we are here. And from our previous episode, make sure you guys go listen to it. It was, it was fantastic. And it gives really good insights behind pageant coaching and how uh, Maria does her pageant coaching. But recently I had spoke to Miss USA and Miss Universe. And one of the things we definitely talked about in our conversations were, you know, the social media presence that people give them, which is interesting because sometimes it's just really a lot of pressure and a lot of negativity. And that's something that's not coached or taught how to deal with when you become a title holder. And so today I want to do unfiltered, just like raw conversation about, you know, what do we even do about that? How do you coach that? How do you teach girls really to just let it just brush off their shoulders and not worry about what others have to say on social media? Because I know at some point all of us, you know, fall to the meanies or the the moms at home sometimes that really just love to comment on your Instagram pictures. It's not great. It's not fun. But, you know, how do we deal with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, this is so great. And like I said, having a thought, like I, I don't even really consider myself as somebody with like a large following. Like I can't even imagine what like 70,000 people in one room would look like. But I do think that a huge part of my own personality is that I'm able to hold space for all of it. So like the good comments, the questions, the, the meanies, the trolls and everything 
in between. And not only as a pageant competitor, it used to affect me a lot more, but now that I've, you know, been out of a title for a couple of years, I noticed that just like my, my skin and my resilience to like handle some of these comments is much stronger than it was before. And I'm super passionate about sharing this with other women because it really breaks my heart to see other women like crumbling behind the scenes. And I talk about that sometimes the crown ends up being like this like sparkly shackles on our wrist and it feels like a burden we have to carry because of the pressure we're feeling from direct comments or that we're getting on social media or in our own life. And so I have a few points that I wanted to mention and we're gonna throw in some you know stories of real things that have happened to women who I've worked with, even my Self. But the first thing that I want to say, I think this was like the biggest thing. If you pause it, the, this episode after this, like walk your dog, at least you got this. The biggest thing to know is that you do not need to respond to anybody online ever. You do not ever owe anybody a response ever, never, ever, ever. I don't care how like mic drop moment you're trying to get with these other people, how you're trying to educate them. Cause that's one thing that people say is like, well, you want to talk to them and you want to like educate them about, you know, so you can shift their mindset. Chances are, if somebody's commenting something negative on your profile, there is a very little chance that they're actually trying to see your side or understand. They are just projecting it out. So the first thing to realize that I want women to know is that you never actually have to respond to the comments on the internet. What do you think about that, Casey? No, I absolutely love that. And that's one thing I'm so glad that we started with. Like you said, if somebody just pauses this episode or logs out after this, at least they heard that. And that's something that you have to realize that you do not have to respond. If you're in person, you can walk away. Like it's the same thing on social media. You can either delete the comment, leave it, let it go, whatever. You don't have to respond to everything or anyone you don't owe anyone anything. And that's the thing that I wish people would see is that, you know, yes, you're going to see the comment or probably hurt your feelings, but what is responding going to do? It's going to fuel their fire more. You're giving into that. You don't want to give them any more. You give them nothing. And that just leaves them so angry inside. And you let them just flurry with that. Don't give them any sort of satisfaction that the comment has hurt you or you have felt that because then that just makes them want to comment more and just tell you how much more they either don't like you or they're really insecure about something within themselves that they're projecting it on you. Yeah. And a huge thing, uh, a huge body of work that I do with my clients is like this masculine feminine energy understanding. And a big thing I talk about with my gals is ego. And it typically, when we want to reply, it's because we want our voice to be heard. We want to be right. And it's like this masculine ego that wants to be right. It wants to be the authority. It wants to lash back. And 95% of the time when we do, it actually doesn't make us feel better because we're not operating from our wholeness, from this like queen essence that we have internally. And so it was funny. It was actually about two weeks ago. I had, I'm very upfront. My gals know that I love and I shove you. I don't, I don't love the coddling like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, what are you waiting for? Let's go. Let's move. Let's do the action. Yes. I know you're busy and you're tired. Guess what? So is everyone else. That's my type of like personality in coaching and in content. And I had somebody comment a couple of weeks ago. They were like, well, what if somebody has a job and they can't do this and they can't do that? And I was like, okay, like I'm going to just reply. It didn't feel like super like attacking or anything. And so I replied and I was like, oh, well, they can 
it was about like fundraising. It was about fundraising. And I was like, well, you could pick up hours or they were asking how, how can someone pick up hours? And so I gave several different options and things like that. And they were like, well, what about if somebody doesn't know how to do this? And then by the end, they were straight up insulting me, like check your privilege. This is a waste. You're, you're destroying other people all because I wanted to empower other women to see ways that they could make more money in pageantry for themselves if they wanted to. I like to speak to my community as being empowered and able. I don't speak to them like they can't do it. And this person clearly did not care what perspective I was coming from because I was being just super chill about the responses as if we were having like the conversation here. And eventually I was like, oh, I get it. You don't want to hear what I have to say. You want to share what you have to say. And you know what I did, listeners? I deleted it because one, I want everyone to say this. I am the queen of my castle. Can we say that together? Casey, oh, yeah, Casey? we can do that. Okay, you ready? One, two, three. I am the, I queen. Am the queen of my castle. <laughs> Perfect. We were out of sync, but that's okay. And you get to decide what goes into the castle. Is it going to be nice and kind things or is it going to be things that you feel like you have to leave there? Because guess what? I don't want somebody coming on my feed and then seeing that person's post and being like, oh, I can't do it because she says I can't do it. That makes sense. No, I want people who are coming to me to see that they are capable of doing these things. So first thing is one, you never have to respond to these people. And chances are, even if you do respond, it's not going to be a gentle, loving, happy, like each side can see each other's you know, <laughs> opinions, conversation. And you are the queen of your castle. You get to decide what comes inside the social media portion of your castle. That's just like your living room. You get to decide who's coming in there. And if they do not know how to behave in your castle, if they do not how to respond properly, you get to kick them out. You, and you don't have to tell them you're going to do that. You don't have to make a big post or declaration. You just do it. You protect your own energy. That's what queens do. They have really healthy ability to set boundaries, especially when it comes to social media and their mental health and well-being. Mm, that was some good stuff. And for those who aren't watching this live on YouTube, um, you're just listening. My face is literally like, yes, yes. But it's funny when you mentioned like, you know, they can't come into your room. I had seen, I think it was either a tweet or somebody had posted like a repost picture on Instagram. And it was like, if you have my number and we have a problem, message me. If we have a problem and you don't have my number or a way to directly contact me, you don't know me enough to even have a problem with me. And I was like, Oh, that is good stuff. Because truly, it's always the people, most of the time, we'll put it most of the time in there just in case, um, that have a problem with you that they don't know you directly. They don't know where you've come from, who you're friends with, who you truly are behind. You know, social media is most of the time a front. It really is. Let's just call it what it is. And being able to meet someone in person and get to know them, like, truly just can give you a whole different aspect or a whole different outlook on someone. And that's the thing, like, when someone comments, like, well, I can't fundraise, you know, I, I can't get more hours at work. I, I'm here to tell you, I work five jobs. And I do it so easily, not even a care in the world, just like, oh, yeah, like, I know I got to do what I got to do. Because if it's something you're passionate about or something that you really are wanting to get into, like pageantry or hair and makeup, you're going to find the time. You're going to get more hours. You're going to do what you got to do to make sure the money is coming through the account so I can pay whoever I need to pay to get whatever I need done. I know that sounds weird and that sounds crazy. And I'm not here to, I'm not a boastful person. Never have I been, never will I be. But it's, you never know what people really do in life. Like I am working 24 seven, no matter what, I'm doing what I got to do. I'm sometimes taking away from family and friend time, but 
sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And so that's what when people comment stuff like that, it blows my mind like, oh, I can't do that or I can't do this. It's like, well, you are the only person that's holding yourself back. And you have to know that. And until you realize that you are holding yourself back, nobody can help you. You have to be self-aware of things that are going on. And if you're not, you know, maybe you need a life coach. (laughs) That's the next thing. I feel like I want to like climb on my like desk as I'm saying these things, because here's the thing. It's not that you know, this lady commented on my TikTok or anything like that, but it's usually pageant competitors or pageant moms. And here's my biggest thing. You don't know if I'm going to be judging your pageant. And if I now know your name as the person who's like unfiltered or unfiltered and maybe not the best way, but like just coming and projecting and bringing all that on social media, like you don't know if I'm going to be your judge. You really don't know. And not to say that we have to be afraid, but it's like, what are you commenting for? So not only on the receiving end, but like, we got to be honest with ourselves, crowning moment listeners, are you putting this out online? What is the intention that you're commenting on somebody else's post with? Because if you're bringing that energy online, if you're sharing that, then you're asking for it to come back. So I think there's an acronym that goes with it. It's like, if it's not thoughtful, helpful, I forget all of it, but it's like intelligent, necessary, or kind. Don't comment it. Don't post it. So the word is think, and it's literally think before you post. So, you know, if you're bringing that, you have to understand, like it starts with you. And then when it comes to being that person who receives that, understand that one, most of the time that post is actually not about you. That comment is not about you. People just don't have a good understanding of pageantry and You can try your hardest to argue it out. I've seen so many ugly comment sections happen, but it just never ends up feeling or looking good for you. So in the perspective of a contestant and even of a title holder, because I know we all want to be professional online and we don't want to, you know, make any bad or nasty habits or connections, anything like that. Because again, you don't know who's online. You don't know who's going to be in the room with you tomorrow or at your next competition, but always make sure that the way you're responding, like think before you respond, if you do choose to respond, which you never have to. And in fact, I don't recommend you do that and realize that what you put out on social media typically comes back to you. So if you're bringing a negative energy online, which I know none of us are, because we're all lovely it's going to come back to you. It's going to be hard. So it's like setting that internal standard for yourself that I'm only going to post helpful educational things. And I'm only available to allow people in my castle who are empowering, who are kind. That's good stuff. And it's funny you mentioned about a judge. So I had competed at a national pageant last summer and going into this pageant, I did not recognize any of the judges on the panel. I knew one was like a national title holder for another pageant. Um, but I didn't notice any of them. I didn't recognize them. I had no idea. Well, this other person um, has a social media presence and is um, is a podcaster. We'll go with that one. We'll just call it a, is a podcaster and knew who I was, knew my platform, had heard my, you know, my entire life speech. So they already had a preconceived notion of who I was coming into it. And when I interviews, my favorite portion, I love talking to people, hence why I have a podcast. Um, And so coming into it, I just didn't feel like she actually gave me the chance. One, because you know, in the small world of podcasting for pageantry, there's only a handful of them. So 
she was it was almost like I was her competitor even though she was my judge so I felt like even from the beginning I didn't have a fair chance and sometimes that just it happens so that's why I say you never know you can be the nicest person and give them your true heart but if someone's already got that you know it's almost I wouldn't say it was insecure but I would say it was like a, a preconceived notion of who I was even though she didn't give me the chance to tell me who I was now if I would have gone on social media and blasted all of these people and said terrible things coming into it it would have been warranted a hundred percent. And it had been someone that I had never even known before, but she already was like, mm, that Casey Gibson girl, she's bad. I've seen her social media. So you never know who knows you without you even knowing them. And that's a big part that people don't realize in pageantry that it may seem big, but I promise you that judging pool is very small. And there's only so many judges to go around for so many pageants. And I've been judged by the same judges in the South. Everyone judges basically the same thing. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia area, Florida. And you never know. And so I'm glad you mentioned that because that is something true. There are some mamas out there that are, they'll go on the void boards or they'll go on your Instagram posts or even Facebook. Mamas love some Facebook and they will literally just post anything not think twice. And I'm like, do you not realize that directors see this? Do you not realize that other moms out there are also seeing how you act and talk about their daughters or their daughter's friends? And the other big thing is there are, you know, pageant social media girls out there that are influencers and, you know, doing fabulous, wonderful things with their platforms and who they're working with may affect a person they're working, you know, judging with or whatever's, you know, own opinions. They may be like, oh, I don't like that girl because of this. And sometimes you have to just like let it roll off, not even worry about it because some of these people, no matter what you do, you can never make everyone happy. And that's the big thing you have to remember. And like you said, don't even worry about commenting back to these people. Don't even worry about it. If you have to sit there and really fight for your character and stuff on something that someone's not going to listen to you because they already decided who you are in their brain, you have got to let them go. That's between them and God. That is something that you cannot help. That is their box. They got to leave with it. But, you know, going back to the social media posts, what are, you know, some ways you think that you could, if someone did say something and you felt compelled to respond, like what even is a good way? Like, let me think of a question. Um, if someone commented under your picture, uh, say you just got first runner up of a pageant or something and they're like, Mm, you shouldn't even been first runner up. Like, how do you even respond to something like that if you really did feel compelled to respond to a hater out there? Okay, so listen every single time, everyone. Every single time. If I had to, and I'm telling you, I would never comment. I just, I just personally wouldn't. That's my style now. Um, I would say this exact statement. So, like, bookmark this in your notes. I would say, sending you so much love. Maybe I'll put like a heart emoji. And the reason why I say that, and I think we've probably heard this statement before, is like when somebody casts a judgment about you. So like when Sa what Sally says about Susie says so much more about Sally than it does about Susie. So when somebody casts a judgment or a mean or negative or assumative type of comment, it's so much more about them. It has nothing to do with you. It is literally their ball of mess that's going on in their mind. And you are the target of it. And it has nothing to do with you because here's the thing. I consider myself to be like a very secure, confident, like holistic woman. And I love myself so much that I would never, ever comment that to hurt somebody. If, as somebody who loves herself, I would never comment something mean about somebody else. And if I did, it's because I was feeling insecure and not loved. And I would be like, 
I'm going to bring you down with me, essentially. So it truly is a person who is lacking love for themselves. It is. And the only response is love back because they don't have it. They don't even know what it is. And guess what? They're going to be like, this comment is stupid. Why are you saying that you lost? Right? Like it, it's not about, it's like, it's not about commenting back. It's about genuinely wanting to send love to them because people who are happy with themselves and secure and who are like thriving and living their life and who feel purpose and connected, they have family, they love, they have something that they're doing. They don't got time to be worrying about Susie being first runner up. Like that's not what's on their mind. They're you know, there, there was a quote I heard recently. It was like, leave every person with the feeling of more. It's like more and better, like leave them feeling like they are more and better and capable than when they left you. Is your comment doing that is respond. And so the same thing when it comes to responding to comments, are you leaving that person better than how they came here? So if they came here and they're saying something negative, how can you leave them even better? Send something nice, just sending you love. That's all you got to say. And it doesn't have to be a big response. Just that. How does that sound? Does that sound like crazy, wild? No, I mean, that's just the easiest way to handle it. It's like sending you lots of love. So if you see me commenting, sending you lots of love, you know somebody has really done got under my skin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You know what? I've seen it happen, though, like on certain posts where like people who kind of get this work just a little bit more, where when somebody trolls, you know, a coach that I've seen, so many of their followers will comment fact they'll reply and they'll say sending you love sending you love i hope that you're doing okay because and imagine if we all did this imagine if we didn't have like people trying to be the hero and be like she's awesome you don't know what you're talking about what about if we all just like came from the position of love and love in its like wholeness is our essence right it's the opposite of ego it's not our healthy ego which says i need to be right it's essence it's all from love which is what we are at our core and when we give that out to people, again, it's hard for them to receive, but it's just because they haven't accepted that for who they are, which might seem really fluffy in a way. But imagine if we all operated out of that mindset, if we didn't take anything personally, because it wasn't about us in the first place. That was some good stuff. I really do hope people are listening to this and getting something out of it because it's something at some point, whether it be in pageantry or in, you know, you may not do pageants, you may just really be here for some unfiltered pageantry content. But I mean, at the same time, it's, you never know what people are going through. But at the same time, it's like, always be kind. Kindness goes so much further than anything else in life. And if, you know, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. That is like the always unsaid, unspoken thing of just be kind and spread love, really. And I really do like the response back of sending you lots of love. <laughs> just that's it. And it, it might feel like a little bit, you know, what's, what's the word like passive aggressive, but don't send it from a passive aggressive place. Like let the emotions die down and truly just send somebody love. But I think the deeper thing that I wanted to share that I think is the best way to truly combating somebody's judgments against you, whether it's like a comment on social media, or maybe you get a mean DM that someone don't doesn't quite understand. And this can work if you're a delegate or a title holder is that you have to be setting your own expectations for what happiness means for you. So what does it mean to be happy and successful as a pageant delegate and as a queen? And you have to set those expectations for yourself because when you're working towards your own success, your own fulfillment and happiness in pageants, in your own personal and platform goals, 
like you don't have time to worry about what other people are saying. But I feel like I see, and this is the bigger thing, the deeper thing. I see a lot of women not actually knowing what they want to do with the title, why they want to win, why they're the best fit. And what happens when you don't know, you feel insecure. And then when, you know, Susan comments on your post and you're already feeling not great because you don't know why you want to win or what you're doing with the title you have, that's when it really hurts internally. So the bigger answer to this whole topic is what is your purpose for being here and for competing? And do you feel connected to that? How connected do you feel? How alive does that platform or your pageant preparation feel? Because we don't even got to, if, if social media is our biggest issue, like we actually have a deeper issue and that's discovering what are we working towards? And and this is where I say you don't do this just when you're a title holder. You do this before you become a title holder, because what we do as a contestant, we're going to magnify as a queen. And so what is your plan for your success, for not just success, like on the outside, but also for your happiness and fulfillment on the inside? What is it that you are working towards? Because when you are so deeply in love with like your own mission and pageantry, you just don't get as attached to what other people are saying, because if it doesn't help you get there, you got no business worrying about what other people think about you. That just like put a thought in my head. It's like, don't do something just because someone has said something either negative or bad about it. And that could be, you know, verbally or physically typing it out on social media of, I know in the past I've had those moments where I get angry. It's that ego side. It does pop in where it's like, oh, well, she said that you can show her, you can do that. You can go win this next crown. You can do this. And it's, you have to remember, take a step back, don't let that get the best of you because once it gets the best of you, like it, what, what you're going for is not really going to probably happen as well as what you're doing it for is not for yourself. It's for whoever that troll was or whoever that mean girl was that said, oh, you couldn't. So you said, oh, well, watch me then. Be the, oh, well, I want to do it for myself. I'm going to do it for me rather than I'm going to do it because she said I couldn't. And that's mm -hmm. one of those things in pageantry. It's hard because you're like, oh, that girl, she can't win ever. She can't do this. So then they'll go do the next pageant and the next pageant. And then you get in the cycle of now it's even worse. You're just killing your confidence at that point because you're letting what others think about you and say about you really determine your line of success. And that's not what it should be. You should be able to determine your own success, write out those goals, what you need to be doing to make sure that you are being the best you, as well as being the best title holder, as well as being the next best future national, international title holder that you're trying to be. And that's something I don't think people realize that they may do it until after they've done it. Because I know like when I had gone to my last pageant, I was like, oh, like, you know, I got first runner up of the one before, like, you know, I can do this. And everybody was already like, oh my gosh, she didn't win. Like, oh no. And in my head, I'm like, I was, I was at peace. I was ready to be done with pageantry. I was like, you know what? Like I set out everything I want to do. Like my goal in that last pageant was literally just to get an onstage question because I had a terrible one when I was like a ninth grader and I sounded just incompetent. And I was like, I have got an engineering degree. I know how to speak. <laughs> like it was a, a self thing that I really wanted to accomplish. But then going forward, it was now a well, they said I couldn't do it. Oh, I'm going to go do it now. And so now it's been that whole, I've had to retrain myself mentally. And I've done a lot of that soul searching, especially with my girl, Pam, shout out to Pam. Um, of really just getting, making sure that I'm doing it for me and I'm not doing it because someone else has said I couldn't or that I wouldn't do it, or I should just give up. If I wanted to stop, just, just let them know. 
But it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to stop just because, you know, maybe I didn't win. That's okay. I'm not going to stop because I want another onstage question. I want to know that I can do it twice. Like that is my goal going forward in pageantry is like, I just want to make sure I can answer an onstage question, even though I talk to people every day, multiple times a day. And it's just one of those things where don't let someone else's opinion, someone else's comment, someone else's, you know, just questioning of your character or whatever you can do on that stage define you or get the best of you that's one of those things that I wish people you know would have trained me at a younger age my parents were always like don't worry about what other people say and of course you take it to an extent sometimes Mm -hmm. you're like okay and then somebody pushes the wrong button and you're like I'll show you but it's learning that even as an adult you can still learn things even as you know in your 20s and your teens like you can still learn things, be that sponge, absorb all the information around you. And I really hope that you got something from this episode today because I know both of us have experienced these things. We've understood these things. And now, you know, being in the age we are, we're like, you know what? That's fine. Sending lots of love. (laughs) So much love. And remember, like you were the queen of your castle. I think it goes back to that. You set the expectation. You decide who's coming to the party. And if somebody's being a party crasher, you kick them right out, queen. And you don't got to justify or tell that to anybody because you are the queen. I love that. And I feel like that's just such a great ending point of like, you are the queen of your castle. You own it. And like you said, if they're shouldn't be there you have all the rights and you have to give them no reason to let them kindly see the door because it's all about you and keeping yourself peace uh know your self-worth and just don't ever let anyone dull your light because the person that you're supposed to be just give yourself time make sure you're really working on you and that inner work because that's all that really matters at the end of the day beautiful so well said. Thank you so much. This is the crowding moment for having me and letting us do this unfiltered series. Ladies, like this is the first of many different episodes. We have a whole document going of different things that we are ready to talk about in an unfiltered way to help you all out on this crazy journey and world we call pageantry. Yeah, I definitely think the next one will be like unfiltered of like how to deal with people at pageants, like in person, if they're just giving you that side eye, because I was at a national pageant this week and there was a few side eyes going on. Great pageant system, a few girls, I don't know what was going on, if they were just insecure or something was just getting them off the rhythm, but girls, just keep spreading kindness and sending love to those who may not want to love on you, but just make sure you're kind to everyone because that's the most important. But yes, Unfiltered Series is here to stay, and we have a lot of good things coming up, so you never know what happens in the future. I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys! Bye!